all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. You're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 3rd of January. It's setting up to be a good end to the week for the Indian markets, but before we get to the trade setup for the day, let's talk about the top news. The Reserve Bank of India has announced its third round of simultaneous purchase and sale of government securities, which has been compared to the US Fed's Operation Twist. The central bank will purchase 10,000 crore rupees worth of long-term government bonds and sell an equivalent amount of short-term securities. But unlike the last two rounds, the RBI will buy bonds maturing in 2024 and 2026, besides the 10-year bond maturing in 2029. At the same time, it will sell short-term government securities maturing in 2020. This will take place on Monday. The yield on the 10-year benchmark bond has fallen about 30 basis points from its highest level in December to close at 6.5% yesterday. Now, India's largest iron ore miner increased prices for the first time in eight months on the heels of similar actions by Odisha-based producers. NMDC hiked prices of lumps and fine ore by around 200 a tonne each this month, the highest increase since September 2019 to 2,800 per tonne and 2,560 per tonne respectively. In the FMCG space, Marico has said that its hair oil and coconut oil businesses dipped marginally in the quarter ended December, leading to a slight decline in the volume growth of its India business. Its cooking oil vertical Safola and foods portfolio, however, delivered healthy double-digit volume growth, according to an update that was sent to the exchanges. Mumbai-based developer Peninsula Land has repaid 2.35 crore rupees to State Bank of India on Thursday, according to a person with knowledge of the matter who spoke to Bloomberg Quint on the condition of anonymity. On Wednesday, the company told the stock exchanges that it was in default of principal payments worth 88 lakh rupees and interest payments worth 1.47 crore rupees to State Bank of India's Tara Chambers branch in Pune. In international news, as wildfires rage across Australia, its Prime Minister Scott Morrison isn't reading the room, apparently. Eight months after being lauded a conservative hero by engineering an unexpected election victory, Morrison's clumsy handling of the wildfire crisis, which was highlighted by a trip to Hawaii just days after declaring a national disaster, has stoked criticism over his political judgment, including by members of his own political party. You must have heard by now that former automotive titan Carlos Ghosn spectacularly escaped criminal charges in Japan despite being one of the most recognizable foreigners in the country and having round-the-clock surveillance. In a short media statement, he said his family were unaware of his escape to Lebanon. Speculation is rife that Ghosn is itching to speak to the press and will soon give his account of what happened at Nissan. Stocks in Asia are likely to see gains today after a strong start to the year lifted U.S. equities to fresh all-time highs. The S&P 500 jumped 0.8% to a record on the year's first trading day. 
Apple has started the year with a bang, with shares topping $300 for the first time amid a broader rally in technology stocks. When I last checked, the two early rises in Asia that are trading today have both started with strong gains of more than 1% each. Remember, the Japanese markets are shut today as well. With that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, it does seem we are likely to build on the gains that we saw yesterday, considering the SGX Nifty Futures is indicating a positive start to this trading session. But let's move on to stocks that will be in focus today. And starting off with HDFC Limited, it says it has recorded a fair value gain of 9,020 crores on account of recognition of its investment in Groove Finance. And it's also assigned loans worth 4,258 crores on a year-near basis. Now, moving on to Hiromoto Corp and its auto sales. Once again, we have seen a decline around 6% year on year and it has sold as many as 4,24,000 units for the month of December, a tad lower than what the street was expecting. Moving on to GSW Energy, that has entered into an agreement with JP Power Ventures to restructure the principal outstanding amount of 752 crores. We also have updates from NMDC, where it has set lump order prices at 2,800 rupees per ton and fines at 2,560 rupees per ton. Natco Pharma has filed an application for a generic version of the cancer drug Lonsurf, and this is an important one considering it has sales worth $150 million in the U.S. And finally, moving on to IIFL Securities, where Rare Enterprises has bought about 27.4 lakh shares. And we have one Satpal Khattar as the seller here. Now, these are just some of the stocks that you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 